Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Robinson, and I welcome you guys back into this broadcast. This week, we are continuing on with 52 weeks of healing and deliverance. And tonight, we are on week 18. And um, the message tonight is one of interest. Um to me because God brought me uh, to this passage of scripture first he led me here um, in my emotions in my mind and in my heart I was already in this place he brought me to this place mentally and emotionally okay and as I was in this space of 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 um, this mental and emotional space, he pointed me to the scripture to address uh, the issue at hand, okay? All right, and so I'll submit to you guys this evening that um, I have been um, covering, you know, um, those who have been reaching out and asking for prayers for their marriages and um you know when i came or went into that space of intercession um when i came out of it you know uh, bringing those things before god i um when i left that space man i um began to experience a lot of different things okay I began to sense a lot of grief. Um, uh, I could sense um, sadness. I could sense um, a lot of depression. Um, I could sense confusion. Like there was so much. And I, I believe that everything that I was touching, okay. Um, stemmed from the place of intercession that I went into as I um, began to cover those marriages. And so um, what God has shown me is that there are a lot of people hurting bad, okay, hurting badly uh, in their relationships. There are a lot of people grieving. There are a lot of people who are um, frustrated, confused, sad, depressed, and angry. And ultimately they are looking for relief, okay? And so the Holy Spirit led me to uh, 2 Samuel in chapter 21. And I wanna share with you guys what the Lord God Almighty has given to me. But know tonight in this 18th week of 52 weeks of healing and deliverance that the Lord God Almighty is saying to you, you are relieved. You are relieved. Hear me. You are relieved. Holy Spirit says, lay it to rest because you are relieved from your season of overseeing dead things. And I'm not even going to begin to try to 
define what the dead things are because I know that even as I speak the word dead things, that Holy Spirit is unlocking and unveiling for you the dead things that you have been overseeing in your life, okay? And so, hallelujah, the word of the Lord tonight is that you are relieved, hallelujah, let us lay it to rest. And so if we turn our attention to uh, the 21st chapter of 2 Samuel, um, we will find an interesting story here where David is avenging the Gibeonites, okay? David is avenging the Gibeonites and um, the picture um, that the Lord allows us to see is amazing in that he is reminding us that um, our oaths and our promises mean something and that we need to say what we mean and mean what we say and honor our word, okay? Not only do we need to honor our word, okay, but we must also be mindful of who we are connected to because who we are connected to can have um, negative impacts on our lives, okay? And so this is where we are tonight, all right? 2 Samuel chapter 21, all right? And I don't want to read um, everything line for line, but let me just start here. Verse one says, now there was a famine in the days of David for three years, year after year. And David inquired of the Lord and the Lord answered saying, it is because of Saul and his bloodthirsty house because he killed the Gibeonites, okay? So the king called the Gibeonites and spoke to them. This is King David. All right. Now the Gibeonites were not the children of Israel, but of the remnant of the Amorites. The children of Israel had sworn protection to them. There's the oath. They, they had sworn protection to them, but Saul had sought to kill them in his zeal for the children of Israel and Judah. Okay. And so Saul, um, he operated contrary to the oath between Israel and the Gibeonites. Okay. And we know that we serve a God who keeps his promises. All right. And um, I want you to know tonight that, you know, sometimes the famines or sometimes the lack that we experience in our lives is not always because of something, you know, that you or I as an individual has do have done. Sometimes it's simply uh, because of the, the actions of another person that we are connected to. 
And so therefore we must be mindful of our connections, okay? It was Saul's actions against the Gibeonites that brought the famine against the the whole land and the nation of Israel particularly, okay? And so we see that they are paying, hallelujah, for the consequences um, of, or paying the, 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 the price for the actions of another person. Uh, and this individual was Saul, who was their king at the time, okay? And so scripture goes on to say, Therefore David said to the Gibeonites, What shall I do for you? And with what shall I make atonement, that you may bless the inheritance of the Lord? And the Gibeonites said to him, we will know we will have no silver or gold from Saul or from his house, nor shall you kill any man in Israel for us. And so he said, whatever you say, I will do for you. So David was ready to do whatever they asked because he understood that the the, the famine that uh, that this three year famine that they were in. Uh, was because of the actions of Saul. And so in order to, uh, for the famine to be removed, then the sin of Saul had to be atoned for. And so in, in this understanding, he goes to the Gibeonites and says, what can we do to atone for this? And they said, we don't want your money. All right, we don't want anything from the house of Saul. What they want is interesting okay and so the word of the lord says um at verse five then they answered the king as for the man who consumed us and plotted against us that we should be destroyed from remaining in any of the territories of israel let seven men let seven men of his descendants be delivered to us and we will hang them before the Lord in Gibeah of Saul, whom the Lord chose. And the king said, I will give them to you. Okay. And so David is about to give up seven men who are descendants of Saul. All right. And this is the atonement. This is how they have to atone by honoring what it is that the Gibeonites want in order to do what? for the famine to be lifted off of the land, all right? Again, it was nothing that the Israelites did wrong. And sometimes in our lives, it's not because of something that we're doing wrong. It's because the people that we are connected to who are operating in error. And because they are operating in error, we are paying a price. All right. So in union with the Holy Spirit, begin to evaluate your connections and ask Holy Spirit to show you those bonds and those connections that need to be severed. Okay. Lest you keep yourself under or bring yourself under a curse because of somebody else's actions. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so sometimes we see from this, this, uh, the scripture that sometimes, uh, the atonement that is necessary to satisfy a requirement will come at the cost of somebody else. You see, it's not Saul who is paying the price because at this point, Saul is already dead. 
okay but sometimes the sins of those who have even gone on they're dead now sometimes uh they're, they're, they're the sins of their past have consequential effects on the people who are still alive and that is why we must evaluate our our connections in union with the holy spirit and ask him to show us what might be hindering us what connections and actions of people who were connected to us might be hindering our lives and how hallelujah can those things be atoned for thank god for the blood of jesus hallelujah thank you lord hallelujah may your blood jesus bring atonement father god in the name of jesus lord god to every area of our life father god hallelujah listen to me hallelujah sometimes we take losses because of who we are connected to all right uh in these latter verses rizpah takes a major loss in that when um when David begins to look for the seven people, the seven descendants of Saul who will be sacrificed, he does not he does not give up Mephibosheth, okay? Because we know that Jonathan and David had a covenant relationship, okay? And for him to give up Jonathan's son to be slayed by the Gibeonites would be him operating in violation against the covenant that was set in place by God between Jonathan and David, okay? And so he does not offer up Mephibosheth, but he does offer up Rizpah's two sons. And I want to focus on Rizpah uh, for the remainder of our time together, okay? Because, because of Saul's sin, Rizpah finds herself overseeing the dead okay it's not because of something that she did it's because of the fact that she was a concubine to a king who did not have the proper fear and reverence for god she was connected to a man who consistently disobeyed god okay and did not honor god uh with his full and wholehearted obedience because she was connected to him when it was time to make atonement hallelujah her descendants who were Saul's descendants were up for grabs and so we see in this 21st chapter of 2nd Samuel that Rizpah's two sons were numbered in the seven who would be handed over to the Gibeonites to be slain Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got to be mindful of who we are connected to. Lest we find ourselves atoning with our own precious children. With our own precious possessions. With our own time. With our own resources. Atoning for the actions of others. Because we are connected to them. Rizpah is in a very interesting situation as she finds herself not only in mourning but she's in a space where she has decided that she's going to oversee the dead and she's not going to move from this place hallelujah until the king brings this thing to an end listen to me people of god 
Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, let me see. Hallelujah. Verse 11. Hallelujah. No, I don't want to go to 11. Let's go back up. Hallelujah. Verse 7, it says, But the king spared Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, because of the Lord's oath that was between them, between David and Jonathan, the son of Saul. So the king took Armani and uh, Mephibosheth, the two sons of Rizpah, the daughter of Ai, whom she bore to Saul. See, she was Saul's concubine. She gave him two sons. And now she's got to atone for his sins with the lives of her sons. Have mercy, Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, uh, whom she bore to Saul and the five sons of Michael. All right. The daughter of Saul. All right. And so those uh, seven people were given over to the Gibeonites to be slain. Now, let us take a look at Rizpah's posture. The word of the Lord says in verse 10, Now Rizpah, the daughter of Aya, took sackcloth, spread it for herself on the rock. Hallelujah. From the beginning of the harvest until the late rain poured on them from heaven. Hallelujah. Some say it was about five months. Um, the Bible says that she did not allow the birds of the air to rest on them by day, nor the beasts of the field by night. Hallelujah. She found herself on assignment overseeing the dead. She was overseeing them, not allowing a single bird to peck on their bodies, not allowing the foxes uh, or the beasts of the field to tear away at their flesh by night. She was on duty. Hallelujah. And she was faithful in overseeing the dead, even as she mourned. Hallelujah. And so she postures herself here to protect them. Hallelujah. And she remains in this space until she gets the king's attention, until the word reaches David that Rizpah, has been on this mountain for a long time. And she's out there and she's overseeing the dead and she's fighting off birds by day. And she's fighting off the beasts of the field by night to protect the bodies of her sons. Hallelujah, she's an overseer of the dead. And eventually what she is doing and how she has postured herself on this mountain as she mourns the loss of her sons. Hallelujah. She stays there until she gets David's attention, until word gets back to David. Because under the law, when somebody is slain, hallelujah, their body should be buried in the ground within 24 hours. Yet here they are still hanging hallelujah and so now she's overseeing the dead not because of something that she done but simply because of the man that she was connected to hallelujah 
Rich Paul understood authority. And we talked about understanding authority before. All right. That's that's I think it's week one of the weeks of our 52 weeks. Go back and listen to that. But Rich Paul understood authority in that she knew she couldn't take her sons down and bury them because she understood why they were there, that they were being, they were sacrificed in order to atone. Hallelujah. And so she could not undermine the king's authority. Hallelujah. There is something uh, blessed. Hallelujah. About a person uh, when they will posture themselves Hallelujah. In an ugly situation. As an overseer of dead things. Hallelujah. Until the Lord grants relief. Because they say I'm not moving from this place. Hallelujah. I'm not moving from this place. Until the Lord says move. I'm not moving from this place. Until I get the king's attention. I'm not moving from this place. Yeah, I know it's dead. Yeah, I know they're dead. But I'm going to stay up here on this sackcloth. And I'm going to fight these birds off by day. And I'm going to fight the beasts off by night. Not because I think that they're alive. I understand their current situation. I know exactly what's going on. But I also understand authority. And in order for me to lay this thing to rest, I've got to honor the moment. And so I'm going to stay right here 10 toes down in place until i get the king's attention hallelujah hallelujah the first verse of the 21st uh chapter of second samuel shows us that they were in a famine for three years david went out and he received uh the in 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 he he first he prayed to the lord and asked God what was going on. God told him it was because of Saul's uh, actions against the Gibeonites. And now he's aware of what he needs to do. He needs to go to the Gibeonites and atone, right? And so now he's there and he's atoning. He's asking them, how can we make this right? They say, give us seven descendants. The king delivers on the seven descendants. Their bodies are hanging. Hallelujah. But the, 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 the nation is still in a famine. Why? Hallelujah. Because the thing has not come full circle yet. The thing has not been fully discharged yet. You see, it could not be fully discharged until their bodies were placed in the ground. Hallelujah. But after David fulfilled the Gibeonites' request, he went on living his life. Hallelujah. He went on doing his thing. But I thank God today for Rizpah who understood authority. And I thank God today for the fact that she postured herself and she said, I'm not moving from this place until I get the king's attention. Listen, there are some folks, hallelujah, who are overseeing dead things. You've been overseeing dead things in your life. You know exactly what it is you have. But you won't move from that place until the Lord God Almighty says, move. God says, I see you. Hallelujah. God says, I know exactly where you are. God says, hallelujah. I honor your sacrifice and how you've given up your time and how you've positioned yourself to defend the dead. Hallelujah. Not that they needed your defense, 
but so that you could get the king's attention so that the king could come back under his authority hallelujah and put these bodies in the ground hallelujah i thank god for riz pot tonight because she understood authority hallelujah listen to me people of god it was Rizpah's position that brought relief to the nation of Israel. David started it, hallelujah, but he really couldn't finish it. Well, he didn't have a mind to finish it because he just went on, hallelujah. Sometimes folk don't have a mind to bring closure to things. And there's somebody tonight there are people tonight who have been looking for closure and you've been grieving over this stuff for a long time. Hallelujah. You've been carrying a lot of weight and despair in your heart. You're asking God. You've been asking God for clarity. The Lord God Almighty says tonight, hallelujah, you are relieved. Hallelujah. The Lord God Almighty says tonight, you are relieved hallelujah lay it to rest lay them to rest lay it to rest no longer will you oversee this dead sin these dead things hallelujah hallelujah god says i see your posture Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Verse 14. Verse 14. This is the last verse. It says, They buried the bones of Saul and Jonathan. Hallelujah. They buried the bones of Saul and Jonathan. David sent, went out and had their bones um, their bodies gathered up to be brought back. And so they buried the bones of Saul and Jonathan, his son, in the country of Benjamin and Zelah. All right. In the tomb of Kish, his father. So they performed all that the king commanded. And after that, listen to me. And after that, last verse, and after that, God heeded the prayer for the lame. Hallelujah. After that, the famine was lifted. Listen. You took your posture. Not because of something that you did wrong. Hallelujah. You have been in a season of having to atone because of who you were connected to. The Lord God Almighty says tonight, you are relieved. Lay it to rest. Hallelujah. God says he sees how faithful you have been and in the midst of the mourning, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of despair, in the midst of depression. He said, you didn't walk out. You didn't say I'm done. God said you were waiting for me to tell you it's okay to lay it to rest. He says, I'm telling you tonight, you are relieved. Hallelujah. Lord God Almighty, we thank you tonight for sweet relief. 
Thank you tonight, Father God, that your eyes are everywhere. Thank you, Lord God, that even when we are in the hardest, tightest spaces of life, Lord God, you know exactly where we are and you strengthen us, Father God. There was no way that Rizpah could have stayed in that spot, Lord God, for all of that time, waiting for the king to see her lest you have sustained her, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your sustaining power, Lord God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for how you brought us through the hard times. Hallelujah, Lord God. But we praise you tonight for this relief that you are bringing to our mind, this relief that you are bringing to our heart, this relief that you are bringing to our homes, this relief that you are bringing to marriages, this relief that you are bringing to families. Father God, we thank you and we receive it tonight in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. You are relieved. Hallelujah. This is Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson. Thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time, be blessed. <laughs>